Hello, everyone. This Welcome is... to Mary Sue Celebration. What's it a show about, Miles? Uh, well, my uh, <laughs> e-girls and Russian psyops. It's about <laughs> um celebrating Mary Sue's the horrible things you made when you were a child That's and right. making them wonderful and looking back in retrospective and being kinder to your younger self and uh, therapy. Yeah. We are pro maladaptive nostalgia disorder. <laughs> get 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 your get your brain worms ready. Get your brain worms out. I'm Harry. You're Miles. I'm Miles. And uh, you. Oh, me. We have a very special guest today. No, actually, that was you, the listener. You, the listener, say your name right now. We're gonna leave some silence oh for you. You're here too. Anyway, is, and our guest. We're good. <laughs> we're very oh, good. Now at me. This. Now me. Yeah. Oh, sorry. You're, Hi, you're, I'm Kiko. All right. <laughs> oh, did you need more? Oh, just <laughs> you can say whatever you what want. Do you, what do you do? Oh, oh man, these days. Oh my gosh. Um, what? <laughs> what? I mean, what does any of us do? In oh, right, it's the a year pandemic. It's a pandemic. I mean, uh, before the pandemic, I was a beleaguered, beleaguered barista post art school grad and then mercifully i was laid off from a job that i was never gonna quit because <laughs> i liked it what but like. i was sick of it not. but i was too lazy to leave it anyway um mm, yeah i started collecting that sweet sweet unemployment check and uh man That's very much dope and swag um, uh, but, I had a job I wasn't even fired from. They just never called me again. <laughs> right? That was pretty much pretty much what happened with me. Um, but yeah, I, was, uh, I was employed for two days. It was Black Friday and Thanksgiving, and then they were like, "Hmm, Yahoo." Um, I guess I, I guess I, I I I draw pictures, and uh, you know, I went I went to school for animation, oh, and I yeah. really, I, you know, I, you know, I'm you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna advertise myself for the job that I want. I'm a character mm. designer. Nice. And uh, I don't know. I think I'm okay at it. And um, and I now think you we... are too. I think you're. I, I've I've been a fan since the Tumblr days. <laughs> right. Or, or uh, like I mean, a follower. Back. Like... I mean. Uh, uh, no, thank you. Um, <laughs> um, can I can I get a in bro spirit... hoot for the colleges of the friend way? <laughs> can I get a bro oh, Absolutely. Can somebody absolutely. add a coconut sound effect? That's your oh, job. God. Your lip. Oh, <laughs> That's <laughs> sorry. <laughs> um. Uh, yeah, I, I went to Mass Art Colleges at the Fenway. I was there for right. uh, almost almost six years. Wow. Um, I went to commencement, but technically have not graduated, and I do not plan uh -huh. to. Do not tell them that. Oh, um, no. So, yeah, I'm done there. There's a picture of me in my cap and gown looking very satisfied. Um, it was a whole mess we do not need to get into. The mess I do want to oh, get dear. into is childhood OCs. Yeah. And, uh, that's what and I, for. I, I think if if I may be so bold, I mm. kind of have a unique experience of being my own childhood OC. Um, I understand. And kind of recovering from being my own childhood OC. I deeply understand. <laughs> I don't. To plug us, you gotta 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 Our check first, out that first yeah, episode. That first episode was it? <laughs> I had two self-insert OCs that I was. I was the the princess of the sun. 
first of all. <laughs> and then my uh, leopard Neko girl, who was gonna be, who's a mangaka, but only after first she saved the world. But I, it's, don't worry about it. I want to do like a Civil War documentary on the Phoenix Princess from the Sun one because I have a clip of you and my brother circa 2009 yelling at each other because you're like, I'm from the sun and I'm a princess. And he's like, you can't live on the sun. <laughs> It's too hot. It's too hot. Well, not with that attitude. <laughs> exactly. Right. Exactly. Some of us were very literal. Um, um, I gotta say, the the premise of someone who becomes a mangaka after saving the world is actually pretty interesting. Thank you. Thank you. Like, normally it would be the other way around, right? Like, <laughs> oh, uh, uh, like, I feel like, okay, I'm gonna... I feel when like when she there, saves the world, she f- gets a wish, and her wish is to become a fucker. That's <laughs> that's really that. pretty. That's pretty good. I've seen some like actual anime with like the inverse of that story. That's been not great. And like, uh, do you actually, remember you know the anime that like there's a screenshot that goes around sometimes, and it's like this mangaka dude, and he's gonna lose his house if he doesn't oh, keep he a boner for like for like <laughs> a week or whatever. Darling? How do I look, darling? bad all right okay i think i actually watched that with wells one time it's it's like there's like a censored or somewhat censored version on youtube and the whole thing awful really funny though okay the implication from your messages was that we were perhaps getting some a nice grab bag full of those little blind bags so are we gambling today or are you giving us one oc oh uh, i'm because I mean, you are always welcome to come and do twenty episodes because we <laughs> cannot find people to come on. Our, Wait, no, we can't. As we said, bad podcast. <laughs> I wouldn't say That's that. Us. But it's us. We got. I mean, got... there's there's a. <sighs> mm. Let's do. Let's do a grab bag. Let's do a grab bag. Ooh, Ooh let's go. Um. Now, if you would like to help me out by just just pick a a, a, a year at random, mm. I was born in 1995 and started making OCs probably around the year 2000. So anywhere from there, just pick one. And I and this is to help me av- uh, avoid any kind of um uh defense mechanism where I might pick and ch- like cherry pick uh, the least quote unquote embarrassing. OC. If you just pick a year, I'll have to tell you whichever OC occupied my brain most All right. most uh loudly. This is a good Is game. there is there a cutoff date? Um not really. Um okay. I mean I I'm a character designer, so I come up with characters all the time. Um True. it's definitely less of the same um approach, but um and they, they don't occupy my brain waves the same way. But I would say I, I, absolutely. I, I create and think about new characters all the time. It's just in a very different context. They come to you. They possess you in the night. We do also need the <laughs> character that's you because Miles just started talking about the character. Oh, okay. Well, I can because I Miles. can lead in with that. I mean, um, yeah, go for it. And then we'll the go back to is, the gamification format. Um, my dad. Yeah. So <laughs> my dad is here too. I've been uh, quarantining with you know my. I mean, this is part of dad. why. Um, well, he's he's downstairs. He's teaching a Zoom here. class right now. Oh. Um, so yeah, if you listen hard enough, you might learn something about business. I don't know, like how to start a 401k or something. I love um, business. Um, yeah, my, my dad's great. Love my dad. Very happy to be Aww. here, uh, locked down with him. Um, but the interesting thing is, well, I was going to move to New York last September and Exciting. then the pandemic happened. Um, like New York, New York or like 
bumfuck New York. Uh, like, oh my I don't god, know. there's we were, a cat. I don't, I don't know the difference. Um, but um, we're rolling. <laughs> oh man, I would love that. No, I was oh. gonna move to New York City. Um, and then pandemic happened. Uh, the group to was New gonna York move. City so I'm, I'm for four so hours, I'm, and then I had a panic attack. <laughs> I mean, that's about as complete of a New York experience as one can have. Yeah. Um, if you saw a rat or I didn't. Uh, Wait, okay. well, no, okay. that was that's... in Boston. That was in the Boston oh. airport, actually. That was in Logan. What was I even talking about? Uh, okay, so I'm right now. Right now, I'm 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 back in my childhood home for the first time in in years, um, and it, or the the first extended time, yeah. you know, being locked down here. Um, and every day, I'm just flooded with memories of uh, of the old days and uh, the old days. my 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 ocs and um it's it's kind of the perfect mind palace to be in um <laughs> yeah. kind of literally um so yeah the the oc who myself insert oc the one who was me was uh i mean uh you would know him as your pal ched um yeah you know, king, no embarrassment king king cheddar king cheddar the 17th so king cheddar the 17th okay. was invented um November of two thousand seven. Oh, we got um, we got oh, we got a year months. of vintage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I my my DeviantArt account wasn't doing so hot. I only had like fifty page views, and I was like, I got oh, I I got a rebrand. So I I um I rebranded um from my old username, which I think was no, I don't remember it. Um, something about eating pie. That's and, a very devious two thousand seventeen. I think it was oh, yeah. one word, one word, no lower, no no uh underscore, one word. Um, he who eats the pie. Oh, and I was course. like, that doesn't capture my entire being. And I was like, I you know, I really like cheese, and I really would like to own a mustache one day. Oh. Um. So I designed my own little guy, and he is a little a king wearing a a, a a robe or a king's cape. I actually have never known what you call those things. Um, cloak? like a fur lined cloak and he had a crown made out of cheese and a big uh um you know i hope it's the kind that was actually made of asbestos <laughs> what yeah. sure let's go with that oh um, to, to insulate there were some like corals and stuff like that that had asbestos capes and stuff like that i'm not good oh. at explaining oh it. wig <laughs> but it was like sometimes I mean, used in clothes during a certain period, which I wouldn't know. We'll we'll call Kylie in for that. Well, you know, fashion <laughs> is hard. Sometimes you got to do as best as you can. Um. <laughs> oh wow, that was Ooh. on the fly. Wow, that was Whoa. a pun. That was great. I've actually been waiting to use that one for a long time. It's never come up organically. Um, wow, well, <laughs> kind of like as best. I'm glad we anyway. congratulations. <laughs> Um, yeah, so I started portraying myself as a paranoid 12-year-old who refused to, um, because, you know, there are, like, two types of 12-year-olds on the internet. The ones who are like, I live here. I was an island Come and here. get me. <laughs> Miles, I don't think you've even removed it. There's a part where in your yeah. DeviantArt oh, profile, yeah. Yeah. and it says favorite author, and it's my legal name. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah, it's just kind of like, it. The, the I had brazen... I had like my phone number on my Tumblr <laughs> oh my blog. Gosh. Like I had like basically doxed myself as <laughs> oh like my a gosh. seventeen well, year old. Then no one else can do it for you, you know. Exactly. Uh, That's right. Only um, you I was can very let much it in. in the hyper paranoid <laughs> camp, and I was basically creating a disguise for myself. Um, me too, and but that's because my dad googles me. 
Um, so then <laughs> that's a story. Uh, a few years, a few years went by, um, and I made a Tumblr, um, and I got into Homestuck like everybody, and um, I, this Pulled this is something that, that I kind of assume. We're actually in the other camp that was into Kingdom Hearts for uh, way too long. Way too oh, long. well, I was into Kingdom Hearts. Longer than socially acceptable. I would say six solid years from 6th to 10th to 12th We were grade. known as the guys in high school who liked Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> I mean, Stay everyone has a... Everyone, someone needs to fill that role. Huh. Um, and Kingdom Hearts <laughs> definitely was my thing up until... Uh, well, Kingdom Hearts 3 just took too dang long to come out. And I, I know, right? Like, it, it really killed the hype. Yeah, and I didn't have, like, one of every console, like, exactly. Nomura wanted me to have, I so I just, uh, I played 358 Days Over 2, and then I was like, guess I'll wait for 3. Anyway, um, I, I kind of assume that everyone knows this about me, and whenever I tell people, they go, that doesn't make any sense, or they like, they're like, that explains everything. So I was homeschooled <laughs> all the way through oh. all the public school, until college, mm-hmm. um, and I'm the only one of my siblings... Um, I, I was the, I'm the only one of my siblings who, who never went to public school until college. Really? Um, did you, yeah. did you like choose that way or like, did, did we, the children choose, choose that? Yeah. Yeah. Not necessarily, but, I see. um, but how could but, you not have the power to choose? You're the kids in America. <laughs> kids rule. I mean, rule. we, we can like see the flavor of cinnamon toast crunch or whatever, but we don't have rights. Um, <laughs> That's that's so true. Oh God. Um, and I know I had really severely inhibiting um, undiagnosed ADHD all Did through childhood. Like that? Um, which I'm. I peaked in second grade. <laughs> I was gonna say I third pe- grade, but then I remember that's when I started going downhill. Uh, I... I peaked in seventh grade. Yeah. Ooh. Um, I was. I was lucky that I had such bad ADHD that I managed to get diagnosed even as a uh, girl-shaped humanoid. <laughs> I, mean, I got it's, diagnosed it's in like there. second grade. That's so powerful. They're like, "Wow, this kid is." I got diagnosed up. in like kindergarten, baby. Hell yeah, that's oh. right. <laughs> and all the kids, the all, all the other kids are like, "What the fuck is wrong with oh, you?" My and sister you're just had like, it too. Though, I'm so insane. That's probably, that's probably it. Oh, I'm I sorry. Mean, you've you've clearly got all the luck. <laughs> <laughs> we are uh, just kids who get it diagnosed with ADHD right out the gate just have it all, you know. Ah, so true. Everything yeah. is just laid out for them on a silver platter. Oh yeah. Um, oh, but yeah. yeah, one day in November, I was saying twenty. Oh my gosh, almost ten years ago now. I was just I was, I was lurking on Tumblr, avoiding doing my homework, and I was like, you know, I'll try drawing my own rage comic. Um, <laughs> Yes. Rage comics. I but like that they're coming back into vogue a little. I love that. Not yeah. to derail Tum- for the Tumblr third time lore. in this sentence. Let's, let's but... do Tumblr lore. Yes. Um, lore. But I, I didn't want to use. I wanted to do it myself. So like, I drew everything myself. And I was like, oh, this is gonna be a comic about me. So I'll draw my internet persona. So I drew myself with a mustache. But I wanted it to have that rage comic. Let's say minimalism. So I, I drew it with a mouse. Um, and uh used just default font for the text i think it was times new roman um that are aerial which, um i think it was times new roman i think i distinctly remember thinking no like aerial looks too like basic so <laughs> oh yeah i wanted you gotta, you gotta to i wanted to class it up serifs. um more serifs, and it was just more some better. comic about 
That's not true. Calibri is the only <laughs> font that matters, actually. I have a funny caveat, not caveat, like a little little road trip to go on about okay. DeviantArt Rage comics, and I wanted to make a DeviantArt Rage comic, and it was a religious DeviantArt Rage comic, so... Lordy. You know, yeah, you know it's good. It was about evolution. <laughs> Uh, pro Wait, or you're against. not religion. It was it was pro evolution. Nice. It was oh, okay. like God okay. God said evo- God made evolution. <laughs> that oh, was it. Okay. It was it was okay, really. I can absolutely tell you. I can absolutely tell you 100. If I had seen if you had made that comic and I had seen it on DeviantArt, <laughs> I would have typed in just perfect grammar and syntax. I, I look back on my like DeviantArt journals from when I was 12. Oh my god. I had an incredible. <laughs> comprehension for the english language for a 12 year old i gotta say i know me too and then yeah. now i type and like i'm drunk half the time team full sentences right. back in 2007 yeah like, i'm yeah. like like why don't you type with like for capitals xd <laughs> if you XD had made that proper. that comic i absolutely would have commented in perfect like grammar syntax so true thank you for sharing <laughs> um, like an old person yeah exactly um <laughs> like, that's so, so beautiful okay okay um <laughs> please censor um you drew a funny little so guy for a rage i comic. wanted to yeah i wanted to draw a funny little guy and then like i had like oh my gosh like 12 followers on tumblr and then Woo! it got around because i mentioned homestuck in the comic it got like 500 notes really not that many mm. um but that it just it snowballed and before i knew it i was a and i i, I say this with massive just uh building sized air quotes um tumblr famous tumblr famous because yeah. because i re- i remember you i Dripping i remember in... not not like like i i just remember that seeing your earl and the little mustache guy i don't remember like you personally Wait, i just no remember. no you need to miles told me Quote, that unquote, he tumblr remembered famous. interacting mm-hmm. with you once he will oh now God. recount it God. yes this, was, this wasn't this wasn't on tumblr this was on twitter like three okay. or four years ago you mm-hmm. were at Anime Boston or something, and you were like, where should I eat? And I said, Pink Fairy, and then you liked my car. <laughs> and I did go to Pink Fairy. <laughs> oh, yeah! Now it's closed. Yeah. Did you now like it? The... Oh, I love Pink Fairy. Then Me it, too! It I had a Although, pink card. Literally but I... everything that did, didn't suck ass is closed in the Prudential fucking Center. Italy. Fucking Italy. I hate the Prudential oh my Center. God. Oh my gosh, don't I even, hate don't Italy even so get... much. I hate Italy so much. My sister. I do. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. Don't even get me started. This, is, this has to be the fourth time we've talked about how we hate Italy on this podcast. Well, I just, I gotta say, since it's, it's, it, say it, it came up. Do it. I um, hate Italy. A, a year ago on like New Year's Day, I finished my <laughs> shift at work and I went to Italy to use a gift card that my sister had generously but misguidedly bought me for Christmas. <laughs> and like let me tell you, that. if you've ever tried to spend exactly $50 at Italy, <laughs> oh no. That is a I, I started to think I died and like I'm in my personal purgatory and <laughs> That's what it feels like walking in there. It feels like you're dead oh. and there's like the lights are low and there's just there's like meat hanging people, from the ceiling. People it's are like, just and everything's in these identical brown yellowy paper bags and there's I like, keep pick trying your own to pasta. What's the TikTok kids just, say? I keep like... trying to shift into the reality <laughs> where I can see the grilled cheese place and the Ben and Jerry's like, again. God. Like $50 at Italy gets you like a small rubber spatula and a quarter pound of gabagool. It's like nothing. Oh, so it's overpriced nothing. too. Beautiful. It's overpriced, but like it, it was enough to get me. I think I left with a pretty decent small um, 
nonstick frying pan, a rubber spatula, and a can of sand pellet. I melted a one of our spatulas, like, That's yesterday. Wonderful. I mean, they're rubber. You gotta be careful. Okay, so... This, this, is, achieved, this is the Wikipedia part, part of the Wikipedia article that says, <laughs> the header says, in bold, Tumblr fame. Yes. <laughs> um... So I made those comics. They were just like hashtag relatable comics um, for a few years. And then, um, I don't know, being on, you, you you stay on Tumblr long enough. Um, it is it's a black kinda, hole. You never leave. Yeah. Um, so I'm still on I, Tumblr. I, I, I left. Um, I believe my, my Tumblr blog info still says I'm 22. I am not. Um, it's like, just like Taylor Swift. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and you know what? I, I, I'm not going to turn 23 until i i feel done with 22 and then i'm gonna update my <laughs> my i i put I my real age you. i put my real age put on my tinder you. bio and that's it everywhere else <laughs> everywhere else i can lie i think um, i have like four blog side blogs that i haven't updated that are like yeah i'm 21 and i'm like i'm gonna be 27 i'm 20 how old am i 27 <laughs> well well everyone gets a bonus like the bonus year after because of the pandemic yeah, However, I like, we, it doesn't count it doesn't count um so in fact i'm gonna go ahead and say if you've ever had a birthday ruined it doesn't matter about how good my the rest grandpa of the year died is. on my birthday congratulations so, miles you're gonna turn eight this year <laughs> <laughs> um they caught the boston bomber on my 18th birthday so That's i guess that was, pretty, that was a pretty good gift but the, my whole the whole day had already been ruined oh no i literally tweeted that boston was a main character in this podcast <laughs> and boston really is a main character in this podcast should so i should i, should I just should i is it too late into the podcast to just slip into full boston accent yes no never <laughs> wait no always yes. no wait I, mean, I can i can bring out joey marbles oh joey i can marbles bring out back bay frankie back <laughs> bay frankie's what i call my guy did you know jenna marbles went to college in boston <laughs> yeah that's why she's like that no sir no sir um, i've not anyway. spent enough time in boston to curate an actual boston uh, uh, accent, but correction it's, it's, it's boston it's, uh, boston yeah you gotta, boston. You gotta work harder it's boston work harder um i'll never be the guy the baby whale guy i'll never be him you okay so here's do you have all of the boston baby check marks wheel. do you have have you achieved everything on uh the boston boston scavenger hunt the baby let's go down wheel. the list all right. Oh have you God. been on the Trail of Freedom? Yeah. Uh, have you been a... on the staircase that leads from Newbury Comics down to Condom World, as seen <laughs> in the opening of Sabrina the Teenage Witch? <laughs> as no, seen on but... Tamina the Sabrina the Teenage and Witch, you know, the college you know, they, year's they opening. Moved, they moved locations, so now I don't oh. know if I can ever do exactly that. No. It's no. really Wait, but did Newberry Comics move or did Condom World move? Condom World move. Oh, where did no, they no, go? No, no, no. Newberry Comics. Newberry moved. Comics move? They moved, ne- they moved next door. Like, oh, literally, so like, sad. halfway down the block. Oh, we can't okay. go on the stairs like Sabrina. This is so sad. <laughs> uh, okay, what's have next? You, have you um, gotten a fist fight with Mark Wahlberg? That's right. Uh, have you looked into a Wahlbergers and thought, ew. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh my god, I am a huge proponent of Tasty Burger. We have tasty seasoning on our the the, the little diner. Yeah, do you have you been to Tasty Burger? Absolutely. That's right. I told my mom to go to Tasty Burger. She went to like the fucking She went to Wahlburgers. And she went to Wahlburgers. I'm like, go to Tasty Burger. And she's like, we went to Wahlburgers. And I'm like, fuck off, lady. Have you been to Make Way for Ducklings, the statue? (laughs) Oh yeah. Of course. 
Uh, did you have you got a cannoli at Mike's Pastries? Absolutely. <laughs> That's so right. You own a membership to the Boston Museum of Science. <laughs> That's right. <sighs> no, oh, I mean, like, I mean, one. who's got that kind of cash, you know? Oh, have I you... know who does. I'm not some Capitol Hill freak, you know. <laughs> have you, have you experienced? <laughs> Damn, Carter's going to take you... that one hard. Wait, isn't experienced... Capitol Hill Providence? I'm sorry, isn't Capitol Hill in Providence? I yeah, wait, no what? Idea. Ah, have whatever, you experienced whatever. the Boylston Station scream? <laughs> sorry. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. That's, That's really good. That's wow. 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 That's it. That's it. That, yeah. <laughs> Wow! Boylston. You could be a sound effects artist. Stand wow. clear of the closing doors, please. Boylston. Oh my god, it's like being there. Have you right. ever complained about something that you didn't even go to, say a D'Angelo's or a Burger King, <laughs> being replaced with a gentrified high-rise? Oh, absolutely. Every oh single god. day. Every single day. The only way Me they can make Italy. it slightly better is if they Did put you... a Duncan. Now, in the lobby you, of that building. Did you, did you sing Sweet Caroline Sweet. during the parade when they got the mass Boston Marathon bomber? Boston sure is a city. <laughs> no, but I think... Uh, no, I that wasn't was there birthday, for that. you asshole. <laughs> it was my birthday. birthday. I was... Uh, I'm going to drop character for a second. I had spent my 18th birthday at my computer reading my Tumblr messages um, while dressed up. Like Ooh, this guy boy. gets Tumblr messages. Yeah, um, Mr. Popular. Did you get fan mail? I did. I did. <laughs> that was beautiful. Um, some of them were really heartfelt and way outside of my purview. Like by <laughs> by which I mean like grown adult. And I'm not making fun of them. I just uh, I, I would would get like grown adults, um, asking me for advice on like their marriage and, what? <laughs> um, yeah. So I I did what I did what I could um I to give good advice. Going in- being like, yes, the funny little guy who draws the funny <laughs> little guy okay. is going to help me save I literally have no idea you work from Boston until Broken you ass moved marriage. away from Tumblr, I think. And then I was like, what the fuck? Right, because I was still paranoid. I didn't want anyone to know where you I was. Didn't want anyone to know. Now I'm like, now I'm like, come and get me. It's okay. I could <laughs> come, use some excitement. I'm the Boston baby. <laughs> come, come, come to on, Dana Boston. I'll give you Boston. a. I'll come give to you the a... Dunkin' Donuts in front of the Heinz Convention Center during Anime Boston if you want an ass kicking. <laughs> And uh, and you'll get Meet me you'll, in the pit, you'll, you'll get, but more likely give me one. Um, oh. what was what? Okay, what else is on this list? Let, let's 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 wrap her up. Let's, the oh, the list. What's the list? Oh no, the Boston list. <laughs> the Boston list. Um, this has nothing to do with the podcast. <laughs> what about what, what about tall ships? Tall ships. I love the tall. Uh, <laughs> like, have I par- seen them or have I been on one? <laughs> Either actually, Either. I've been. On I've, been, I've on been on a. T- I've been on a tall ship. Like yeah. that's right. Obviously. Do you eat lobster? You know, you know what? I have never had just like I've had what? lobster and stuff, but I've never had a lobster. What? I've never have had a lobster. lobster. Have you ever tried to steal a, de- a, cop- a fake copy of the Declaration of Independence from Faneuil Hall? I have. I have not, <laughs> unfortunately. I actually I, completely got out of the building successfully. And then I felt really bad, and I went back in and paid for it. Have you what, if national, nearest... what if that happened in National Treasure? <laughs> That's what, what my Nick friend who I gave like... it to said it. That was what happened, because he came back to pay for it with his card, and that's how they trace him in the plot. That's what my friend who I gave this copy to, because she likes National Treasure. Have you <laughs> ever gotten a migraine due to the traffic that comes with a Red Sox game? <laughs> oh, every day of my life. Every day, every day of my life. Especially because oh. the cafe that I worked at was the closest location location it wasn't in the fenway but it was the closest mm. location oh. in to the fenway so we would get overflow 
Um, yeah, and it was just not great. But have you ever um, seen the M in the mass art sign? Ass blink out, and then it says ass art. Yes, 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 good, good, yeah. And that was a blessed day whenever that would happen. (laughs) Um, you know, to justify this this uh, detour into uh, did you know Boston? Yeah. Um, I consider any time I I put on a Boston accent, I consider that guy Back Bay Frankie. That's an original character. <laughs> That's an original character. Uh, he's even got a backstory because obviously <laughs> the, the accent is is more associated with Southie. So his backstory is that uh, he went and got a fancy job, and all of his friends roast him by calling him Back Bay Frankie. Uh, the fancy job being, of course, that uh, he works at. Flower Bakery and Cafe. I can say where I worked because I don't work there anymore. Um, oh, we can, oh, I've yeah. been there Sometimes. once. Oh, everyone's been there. It's amazing. It's great. I've been there. What the and fuck? And I and I got no I got no dirt to speak of. Um, like great management, great team, uh, great great place to work. Um, oh, are you pissing? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Abel, okay. Abel sits in my place. Abel, here. you podcast. We'll get the cat to podcast. All right, let's let's dig back into King Cheddar the the number the seventeen <laughs> the seventeen. What what is the origin story? So the origin was yeah I was homeschooled and uh, procrastinating my my homework, so I just started making the comics and uh, the snowballs. They took off, and within a few months, I within within a year, I hit don't know the exact number, um, but within a year, I. I hit 10,000 followers, which um, was certainly a lot for a homeschooled kid um, who had nothing else going on. And it kind of became like, I didn't make any money off it, but it kind of became like my full-time job. I would just spend most of my day just like uh, sketching comics and then making comics and then doing live streams. And it was really fun. And I'm really grateful for that experience, even though a lot of it, um, it's kind of embarrassing to think about or or look at now, um, and it definitely taught me a lot about um, the way that I personally uh, interact with people, and um, it, it it was more informative, I think, socially than it was for me as an artist. I think I grew more as an artist and understood more about my sensibilities when I stepped away from it. Um, at the time I really thought I was going to be a comic artist, um, and, or an animator. Um, and it was when I started to finish up animation school, uh, finish up using that term loosely. Um, when my time at animation school started to wrap up that, um, I realized my sensibilities were actually, uh, much more similar to what they to what I liked when I was a little kid, uh, which is character design and um, inventing a character and translating that that soul, that person, into a design on a page, um, which is what I liked to do when I was a kid, and then um, you know, like uh, entering like puberty, um, which was when I transitioned to just doing like the uh, the, the silly comics. Um, for yeah, for people who might not have been a Tumblr, can you sort of describe uh, the our our friend King Cheddar in terms of personality and design? Yeah, he was he was kind of a classic uh, cheerful dandy mm. archetype. Um, he was very chipper. He was always had his little uh, handlebar mustache, and sometimes I'd 
draw him with a little bow tie. I definitely wanted, I aspired to that as at at that age. Um, I, I uh, was definitely the type who who like I oh my gosh I was digging through one of my drawers here in my childhood home, and I found like a a, a metal tin. It was like an emergency bow tie, like in, in case of emergency. It's like a little clip on bow tie. I was the type of kid who bought that kind of thing. Oh is the type of kid who would so like 2010s tumblers. I know, right? Um <laughs> and I I uh it was all coming from a very earnest place. So even though I look back on it now, I know we don't cringe on this show, but um we can. <laughs> You're allowed. Uh you know, um there are certainly um associations with uh with that type of behavior. He was playing with your headphones. <gasps> it was very Aww. cute. I mean, it was um, naughty, but it was cute. Um, <laughs> well, it's no kissing everywhere. Sorry, so you're Miles not is here. We actually got oh, some no. intro. We got some character discussion. <laughs> you in. couldn't we, keep we going this box. I want the lore. <laughs> we can't, well, we have, I'm in sorry, the rush. I'm the most distracting oh, Miles's person headphones ever. are in. We have three people with ADHD in the theoretical room. <laughs> And okay, so the emergency bow tie. Sorry, I had a lot of right. very powerful. So basically, I was it was wish fulfillment, like any classic self insert OC. I didn't realize at the time that's that that that's what it was, um, and but it it totally was. Like I was projecting the person I wanted to kind of grow up to be, someone who was very socially confident, um, could assert himself into situations and express his opinion boldly usually with some kind of exaggerated cartoon flair like kicking people in the face oh um, yeah 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 my, my manga cat character was like that she was very yeah. tsundere but also very heavy on the xd and a lot of people i think specifically uh people like me who were uh shy teenagers really responded to that um i yeah. remember the first year i ever went to anime boston was 2012 and I went with, I spent all my, like, allowance money. I had an allowance, I know. Just privileged. I know. Disgusting privilege. I, I never had an allowance. Um, I had a negative allowance. My parents would pretend they were going to give me an allowance. And then if I got good grades, they'd give me money. And then if I got bad grades, they'd take away money. It was like $5 if you wow. get an A. I've literally heard negative your mom $5 say that you, if you owe her money. And it's the most insane shit I've ever heard. I've been working on that since I was in second grade. You're a second grader. You owe me money. What's I don't know. My mom is her. insane. Anyway, your mom is insane. <laughs> uh, my mom was also kind of insane for the amount of money she gave me, despite the fact that we just did not. We just, we, we're, uh, that's another conversation. But anyway. I what um, epic shit did you use that money on? Um, A pass to get into the building. And I just uh, went and I, I was wearing a, a fake mustache that I bought at Newbury Comics. And kind um, of adorable. And a Homestuck branded shirt. And people just kind of, all day came up to me and were like, oh my gosh, like. Uh, like uh, I loved your comics, and uh, they said some really nice things. They gave me free shit. Wow! Um, and I just I got a lot of hugs from people in Homestead cosplay. At the end of the day, my my shirt had like a gray stain oh, on the no. shoulder. Oh no! Um, oh yeah. And I think about that day a lot because first of all, it's wild that anyone with I think at the time I had eight thousand Tumblr followers. It, it was oh, wow. wild to me then. It's wild to me now that someone with, um that size of an internet audience um could have that kind of impact let alone any impact on anybody um yeah. and a positive one but that that experience which i think kind of culminated or uh, is encapsulated by by that day at anime boston 
Um, it it really did a lot for me and for my confidence. It, I spent a lot of, you know, I, I'm I'm really lucky. I, I have a really kind, loving family. Like not perfect and definitely full of. I I, I compare I, I I describe my childhood and my shared childhood with my siblings as like just neuroses and coping mechanisms bumping up against each other and like sometimes it was very explosive explosive and sometimes it was very dysfunctional um but you know my what i'm saying is like my family is very supportive um but but still coming from a big family and just having my own uh personal tendencies towards uh anxiety and depression you know it it and being homeschooled on top of that i felt really invisible for uh, much of my childhood, even though nobody was trying to make me feel that way. Um, and having an audience on, on Tumblr, um, you know, one that's by modern standards, very small for an internet person. Um, but I, I had one and it was one that was very accepting of me and even looked up to me. And that was really, really encouraging. Um, that was what back I, before Tumblr went insane being right right wanting to kind of like we've popularized being mean a little bit i think well people realized you could just be mean so long as you weren't um checking off any any ism yeah so that that turned me off of it because i realized that i was just spending hours and hours every day and um just a lot of my brain bandwidth being around people who were being angry who were, who were angry and yeah. i and every time i thought about that i was like well they have every right to be angry everyone on tumblr was angry for i mean not everyone obviously but like yeah. the people on my timeline anyway were usually re- angry about something that they deserve to be angry about important to them right but least. at if you don't take a break from that ever yeah. It no matter how justified the anger is, it's just going to make you it's an burn angrier. you out. Yeah. So, um, the day that I like deleted Tumblr from my my phone was like a huge relief. And then you know I would still go back, but that was definitely a learning experience in uh how to uh kind of measure my online intake. And I helped it helped me establish some golden rules that I follow to this day that uh have really helped me avoid just burnout from social media. Um, so yeah, Tumblr overall was kind of, um, it was a really, I mean, there's, there's, there's several podcast episodes worth of experiences that, um, I've, I alone have gone through on Tumblr and I'm sure, and I'm sure, uh, everyone has, has some crazy stories. Um, but I'm trying to think if I have any. I, I, I've always been a very low-key presence on Tumblr. I have, like, three people who have interacted with my posts ever, and that's been about it since the beginning. Count yourself lucky. I mean, oh, there's... I don't I don't want to dis- discount the um, opportunities that... Yeah. I, I mean, I don't want to say... No, I get it. I get it. I see, like, people who have, like, any amount of active followers, and some of the things they get on, like, a daily basis are just, like, right. mind-numbingly I mean, insane. So like and like rude and presumptive. I would get those messages every day, and sometimes it was just it was just over nothing, like literally nothing. Like I would stop using exclamation points as much, and I would get messages saying like, "Wow, your posting really sad these days." (laughs) No, literally, people would say you've changed, and they'd send these long messages. Oh my god! 
and like, it was people just you really, don't even really know that's weird yeah it was really really strange um obviously having any size audience on the internet can give you opportunities in yeah. my experience not so much but also because i haven't always pursued them um okay but you know it, it's pretty wild to me to think about the number of people i know who are working in uh an industry uh usually uh animation who like i knew on tumblr because we we both liked homestuck like i really a, missed the boat there that's why that's why i never got to go to art school is because i the entrance the entrance uh the entrance, exams. The entrance exam is just like, have you read homestuck yes, yeah no. who's the main so, character you of homestuck? Know and they just drop you down it's just like ah oh, fuck is it car cat uh so with wrong. all of that i don't know if that's a good enough preamble i but thought if you that was would... a really really interesting thing to delve into I joined a, a club. You had a lot of on, our our questions that we like to ask. Cookie Run, uh, oh, no. Puzzle World, okay. and I I wanted to join Miles, it because it makes like you... you're doing a tangent. All right, <laughs> I am continue. doing a tangent. Okay, but it's it's called Let's like go. it's called like trans rights or something, and the person who like leads it is named like Franz Carcat, and I'm like, people really still do Homestuck to this day. That's they right. do, and Homestuck you know, will, I, the only person I know die. who was ever into Homestuck is Carter, and Carter hates Homestuck. <laughs> They're so bonded. Here's, the thing, about, here's the thing about people who quote unquote hate homesuck if if they were once fans of it. They don't. <laughs> we don't. Damn. Um, Carter called out. You you say you do, and it's important that you say you do, even if it's kind of a lie, because it's <laughs> it's an important step in, in kind of growing up. Um, but I will say everyone I know personally who worked on Homesuck um or was really involved with uh the fan community still pretty much an all right person actually one of my closest friends i went to his wedding um not last year i almost said last year and that would have painted a very bad picture <laughs> of uh, uh both of those wedding. Presumably. no no uh 2019 um yeah i went to like covid 19 i'll fucking <laughs> your lights out if you, if you move this COVID show 19. even further from the topic yes like um, covid the 19 and covid 19 is li- go- you're dead you're in, dead uh, to me in Definitely. October of 2019, I went to a friend's wedding, and uh, I was in his wedding party, and I I I, I met the couple like uh, through Homestuck and through Tumblr. So like those those bonds are important, and I'm glad that that people are still. The thing is about about fandom and this kind of wild tumultuous time that a lot of people go through, where from the outside and like yes like from the outside it it looks very chaotic and it can be very almost violent um (laughs) the way that that teens and tweens interact with each other on the internet and like i'm not saying they're just they're just slapping each other right um it's like it's so it's so wild um so kids these days are so aggro right right but not like this and not to be like kids these days but like i i I feel like we weren't quite this mean when uh, we were some some of us were some of us were um but i just when it, it can easily become overwhelming when you when you see it happening and i just try and remember like no maybe we weren't necessarily like that but we got through our version of that and these kids are going to be fine. These kids are going to be fine. It's a little scary when they brush up against you. A couple years ago, um, I pissed off some fans. Oh, God. 
Um, cut that. Cut they that. Like, you can't actually. They were vicious. That. They were vicious. They are. They're, They're so mean. Because I, I said I didn't like the bully character. I don't like yeah, him oh, either. Yeah, I no, saw they, three episodes they... and I was like, mm. I like. I don't. Guy. I don't doubt that 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 he's like got a compelling arc. I've read a fair amount of it. Um, I was caught up as of like... I can't stand the pacing. I dropped it after like three episodes. It's all... All the knives are out. Right. And they came after me like personally. They were like... They were like... Oh, they were like retweeting my art and saying like, imagine going to art school and being this bad at drawing. What? What Um, the fuck? And they were like, oof, ow, bad reading comprehension. Oof, ouch. I had had my first... Like I said, I am a very low-key person and I Mm -hmm. also don't tend to do the whole parasocial relationship thing i think it's just part of my autism like i like Mm -hmm. my hero even as a kid my hero was steve Irwin, and when he died i was just like wow i do not know that person (sighs) that was a dark day it was i was really sad but like i didn't cry i was just my mom was like i'm sorry steve Irwin's dead and i'm like oh oh no Uh, he was one of my childhood heroes too i went through a, a, a long phase where i wouldn't watch cartoons i'd watch animal planet me um, too oh my god as yeah. a kid i didn't watch cartoons i watched like animal surgery videos and i think that's why i think that's why i have a problem I, it's called having a problem okay <laughs> like, I, 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 watch... I also watched shitty ghost shows that was, that was oh, i oh. didn't learn anything ghost i didn't learn about biology slaps. i just oh i just like the, the medium the british medium was like oh the ghost is here <laughs> you watched ghost adventures yes okay my favorite thing to do is anytime something in like my apartment or my house happens that's like i don't know like something falls over i'll go like what's really strange is that at this exact moment (laughs) you can see a ball of light fly past the bottle of parmesan cheese before it falls over (laughs) we debunk this as being (laughs) whatever he said dust or a bug um man i killed the biggest fly in my room today that thing was like blueberry size i think it was blueberry size i had my first run-in with like people dogpiling me like was it last year uh i don't know it was just really like really shocking how hard some of these people go in like defending their they go right for the jugular they go right for the jugular some people were like oh i see that you're autistic maybe you don't understand and i'm like "Uh, hello See, this is the kind of behavior that might inspire one to log off. Yeah. (laughs) Please stop being online. Yeah, I I had to private for the first time in my life. I was like, you people are insane. Goodbye. Yeah. (laughs) Let's go back. Um, This is is one of my great ones, but this seems like King Cheddar is not a character with sort of like a set lore universe, as far as I can tell. Um right uh, there's not like pretty a... much pretty much yes and no pretty much okay. pretty much that's the most vague answer i could give uh no uh, strictly speaking you. no he was not part of a, a world or a story he really was just my avatar but somewhere <laughs> along the way there was a split where i stopped um first of all i stopped going by that name um you, you not for any particular reason like, um i don't really mind when people call me chad on the internet it's really weird when someone on really rare occasion would call me that in real life um <laughs> yeah one time i have a friend um lindsey small who um taught mass art for a few semesters i never took one of her classes but um i knew her from tumblr slash twitter and one time i walked into a mass art classroom not knowing there was a class going on in there and she pointed at me and said get out of here ched <laughs> and, 
Um, no, she's great. Um, <laughs> That's good. Yes. And she I will let it. you. She will let you look at, but not touch her Emmy Award. Um, Ooh. Which is <laughs> oh, fair. What? wait, what? Yeah, I, is, I, I don't recognize the Batman Spider-Man person. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. So that was the last time I think someone called me that in real life. Um, but there was kind of a split where I was just mm-hmm. like, this is enough of a different person that I no longer consider it my avatar to consider it a character. Yeah. Um, I, I did that with Cat Fan. Yeah. And I think that's I mean, an important thing to do. Was What was another, was that the question you had? Was, the was question, there an established uh, What lore? I wanted to do, uh, that was because I was interested because I have a, a specific question that I always ask is like the uh-huh. visceral iconic moment of the character. Like if you have a scene or a moment of this character that you ran through your head or that you drew or that you wrote that you really remember and it really stands in your mind as a moment in time. Um, I, <laughs> you know, I, I don't know what, if if there's a specific comic that I drew that that um I feel is like the most iconic moment of that character, I just think a lot about the the whole uh the whole kicking thing. Like he kicked people a lot. He loved to kick. <laughs> and it, always with the caption feel, dainty like kick. I, and I think I like I that was this. probably the most iconic visual. Um Personally, my favorite comic that I ever drew and posted on Tumblr had nothing to do with that character. It was just about a guy doing such a cool dance that his deceased father came back to life as a skeleton. <laughs> and um, I think that may have gotten the most reblogs of any of my comics. So, I mean, that's really my legacy. Um, yeah, I, I guess I was going to talk about some of my other childhood characters. Wait, the Flamers have entered the chat. Can you do you, is this a character that you want to be mean about for like 30 seconds? Who King Cheddar? Yeah, rip King Cheddar. Oh, yeah, you asshole. Rip the flamers are in the chat. One. Go fucking yeah, go off. Um, <laughs> tear apart like mustache, a wild dog. The the mustache was uh was was I don't know stupid. <laughs> um, Damn. I, it, it, I think I I get hurt feelings when I think about it because I still oh, no. do want a mustache, um, but I just can't grow one to that to that level. Um, I have one now that I'm, I'm okay with, but it's definitely, it's not possible to, to groom it into that style. It's just not going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't that even know, I don't even know flame. what style you just that is. Just, the, you just fucking mind mustache. crushed your 18 year old self. Yeah. Um, I just, uh, but, uh, well, the meanest here's... thing I can think to say to him is, uh, uh go outside. Oh, go outside. No. <laughs> Come on. Go just stop outside. drawing so many. Just stop spending all day on Tumblr. I don't know. Yeah. Go for a run. Start exercising. Not, I should not... tell that to myself now, but I'm just gonna be like, but it's snowing. Oh, we're gonna do. Do uh, this is this is a growth moment. Do you feel? Mm-hmm. Do you feel that cheddar helped you grow up? Absolutely. Ah. Absolutely. Wow. And um. This is heartwarming. Yeah, <laughs> he was a really important, really important little guy. I think of him yeah. uh, fondly as like an imaginary friend. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I get that. And, you know, every, he's fun to draw. I mean, I think there's a reason that people responded to that character design, if I may toot my own horn. And I'm going to toot it because I didn't realize I was doing this. I think that characters who are... He's got um, yeah, simple, a simple, recognizable silhouette, um, iconic, but not too many features, um, identifiable features. I mean, he's... Me thinking about new Pokemon and how over-designed they are. <laughs> 
I mean, overdesign yeah. is something Quietly I think about a lot. Quietly vibrating in my hair. I, in my head. If, in my chair. <laughs> Goddamn. If you, <laughs> You're on a maybe in the next in the next segment, we can dive more into the stuff that I've actually studied, which is like I would love, I would love to hear design. about that because I, um, I I also draw, but I'm not like a artist. This is, I, I, this is oh, don't, give, don't give me that or we will go into a tangent that none of us <laughs> will glad. escape from alive we've started on why uh, no one is everyone is, who 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 makes art is as much of an artist as they think i mean they are. I'm, I'm an artist yeah. quote unquote but i don't make it like my thing anymore i guess okay. like okay yeah i don't like yeah. i don't write like i, I haven't ri- actually written fiction in four years and yeah. i'm like i'm a writer like in I, a haven't, way. I haven't drawn in two months but like i i, I draw but like it's i don't know something i have adhd so right. sometimes i just don't do things for right. a very long that's time. right yeah even if you love it you just yeah, exactly. forget about it for a while i, and I, I, totally I love drawing that. but i also hate drawing so, and i think that's a very mm-hmm. artist thing that was a beautiful send-off we we smashed the bottle of champagne on the on the ship on Boston Harbor, and King Cheddar's on the ship. King Cheddar is He's waving. waving. He's, He's going waving. into the sunset, and now it's time to, oh, no, to wait, open. Oh, oh he no! Fell. He fell. We're oh, not. Oh, he no. fell. What fell? Oh, he can't. Oh, he fell. I know for a fact that that guy cannot swim. He oh no! Oh god! Oh, He's just like you. No. Oh shit. Oh no, he's just flailing uh, in the water. If only I'd bubbles. drawn a comic where he learned how to swim. <laughs> oh, no. uh, he doesn't know anything. Poor <laughs> bastard. Oh, 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 his mu- oh, 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 his mustache oh, is floating to the top. Oh, God. That's oh, right. grim. I knew that thing was fake. This is actually, I'm getting an update from the Boston Globe, and it's that Ch- King Cheddar has been found in the Boston Harbor. His body has oh, washed up to shore. He's washed <laughs> up on the shore. <laughs> Oh no! Is the harbor Rest fro- in peace. The harder harbor is the harbor frozen. Wait, we're going back to the, uh, the favorite main character, Boston. Boston harbor is and then it we'll do, frozen. And then we'll do gotcha rolls where you, we put a coin in the gotcha machine. We say a year, and you tell us the OC. Okay, <laughs> I have good. I I know what year I want, oh. and I know why I want it because I'm insane. Also, actually, I have two years I want, but. I don't know how long you personally want to sit here and gab with us I because love this. I know we can Round be Round 2 sounds it's so a, epic. It's a, pan, it's a pandemic and uh <laughs> I got nothing going on. Okay, is the Boston uh, Harbor frozen over yes or no? I it, it won't tell me. Well, that's too bad. We don't know. <laughs> what if you know, what I, if he falls what if he falls <laughs> off and just like thunk? No, King Cheddar found dead in the, in the Charles. <laughs> he's the, he's one of the guys that they pull out of the river every spring. That's right. Is oh, he all that's, right? That's grim. Well, he's dead, that's but he's good. all right. So yeah, okay, so his mustache flow to the top, not grim. <laughs> he, us pulling his body out of the water in the spring, grim. Got it. Okay. I mean, but cuz by then like the fish have gotten to it. Oh no, that's so sad. All right, all right, let's do some rolls. Let's put the coin in the machine. All right, I have two years that I'm interested in. Okay, Mm -hmm. Uh, 2001, because I want to know how 9-11 affected this character. And 2008, because that's when I started getting sort of somewhat serious about, like, drawing in my OC, my OCs, and okay. I want to compare. I was considering 2008 as well, so. 2008, okay. that's that's like it's, when we met. It's an iconic year. It's an iconic year. I think 2007 is when we yes. really started talking, but like 2008 was like a big year for friendship. Yeah, and we like. And manifesting. <laughs> manifesting. Yeah, and we met at the talent show, and now I wasn't auditioning, but I was sitting, I was like stalking someone else because I had no friends. Been telling the, we've told this story on the podcast before. And you were like, what are you listening to? And I was like, J-pop! And I was like, I love J-pop. <laughs> J-pop. I love J-pop. <laughs> I was, you were like, have you heard of Utada Hikaru? And I'm like, yeah, I read the Amazon reviews for her album and they weren't very good. <laughs> you did not say that part out loud. 
Tell us about 2001. Gotta know about 9-11. I'm going into my mind palace. Um, okay, enter. 2001. So I was six years old. Um, and hold on, I need to just do a quick That's Google. so tiny. Because, um, I would have only been like nine years old, probably. We're, we're, we're only one year older than him, right? Or no, you're I was two born years... in 93. Okay, we get it. You're old. No one cares. Okay. okay. <laughs> I'm looking at a, uh, trying to find out when a specific anime no, came out. No, never mind. So, Ooh, okay. Um, I believe. Okay. What anime? So I was looking up Hamtaro. Hamtaro. Hamtaro aired in 2002 in the United States. So in 2001, okay. really? I believe I had yet to create any specific nameable OCs. Um, at the time, I was just big into the Pokemon TV show. Hell yeah! Um, obviously. Um, I just know that in 2001, I was watching a lot of, um, like, dinosaur science programs, a lot of, like, Animal Hell Planet. Yeah. Do you remember Walking with Dinosaurs? Oh, yeah, specifically that. Yes! And okay, I have like, some of those on VHS. My parents never made me, but I would always skip the scenes where they, the dinosaurs would have sex. <laughs> yeah. Like, my parents I would were... just, like, sit there frozen, like... It's like, should mm-hmm. I be watching this, or... <laughs> um, yeah, Do you remember so, when one of the dinosaurs got like bitten in half, one of the fish dinosaurs, and then its yeah. like bloody body like floats through the water? I what the fuck was that? Once. That's so fucked up. So, what I'm getting here is that 9/11 didn't do anything for you creatively, <laughs> creatively speaking. Not really, but Hamtaro, Hamtaro. Well, uh, I'm taking the role for along. 2002. Let's go. Yeah, yeah. We're go gonna for have it. to advance to because I just really didn't have anything. We'll take uh, the nearest year. Interesting. It's okay. Um, you were too so baby. post 9-11, um, I'm going to be honest. When I was a little kid, I just didn't think about it. Um, <laughs> I think I was right at that age where I was like, this doesn't affect me. Um, yeah, I was a little bit the same, but then I thought that... <laughs> I thought that I had... I, since I'm seven and I have no concept of what a terrorist actually does, mm-hmm. I thought they were going to put anthrax in my Hawaiian punch. Okay, I remember being really scared <laughs> I, about anthrax. Um, yes, and then just, they diagnosed me with an anxiety disorder. <laughs> I didn't even know what it was. It's just got a scary name. It does. Very it scary does. Did you know hyenas can eat anthrax? Those 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 mfers are yeah, true they're freaks. crazy. They yeah. don't they don't make freaks like that anymore. No, you know? no, not since the scene era. <laughs> <laughs> I know biology. Two thousand and two. Clean take. So 2002, I definitely had um, my own OCs at that point. Um, so my sister, my sisters and I, my, my older sister and my little sister were all really into Hamtaro. Um, I distinctly remember the, the, the moment that my older sister was like, hey, you know anime? I was like, no, <laughs> what's that? And she's like, well, you know, like Pokemon and Hamtaro. I was like, oh, there's more of that? Um <laughs> And uh, we'd watch him Hamtaro every day. I was really, really into it. And we had our own OCs who were the children of... <laughs> of course. Of That's the Hamtaro so hamsters. So who were, um, who were the parents? Would... What were the ships? Who? Oh, oh uh, really, really... Um, yeah, the obvious like, ones, probably. Like, the obvious one, Like, Hamtaro and Bijou. Um, uh, Maxwell and... What was her name? Sunflower? Penelope? No, Penelope's the baby. She's baby. Oh, then uh, who's the one who's Pashmina? Pashmina. Pashmina. <laughs> wait, no, but wait. But was, it wasn't Pashmina. There was the twins, though. Stan and 
Oh, Sandy, I believe. Sandy. Maybe? Okay, Sandy and Maxwell were. Uh, yeah. So I think it was Sandy Maxwell, Hamtaro Bijou, and they like all of their kids. Gotta, I gotta get the Hamtaro wiki on this. <laughs> now, now here's the truly wild part about these little He's fan like, comics we would draw. Um, <gasps> they had nothing to do with Hamtaro. Well, of course. And they not? had everything to do with a completely fabricated character that my sister and I invented, invented named Bob, and he was a pickle. <laughs> oh my god! A pickle that's named a, Bob. That's such a little. That's such a little. And he had a little. Yeah, he had a little hat, and the hat had kind of like a toaster mechanism where, like, he <gasps> couldn't speak. Oh. He couldn't speak with his mouth, which he had. He had a mouth. Um, um, I, I hesitate to ask at this point. Now, twenty something years later, like, what what that mouth do? <laughs> if it doesn't talk no! um, yeah and like whatever he was thinking would pop out on like a little flash card from his toaster hat and it was oh. mainly just an excuse for us Hi, to draw I found something horrible what did you find this is what oxnard looks like now oh, no. oh yeah they they skinnyfied them yeah they you know how what they did to pikachu they did it to the hamsters but worse yeah. Oh, they, I was worried you were about to send body. like a. Uh, <laughs> this is what Max from the Goofy movie looks like now. Style. Or not not like. Maxwell Oxnard. <laughs> no, no, I don't want that. Um, uh, well, we would draw these comics and uh, so show them to our pick? parents and our siblings and like do little voices narrating it. It was cute, and um, cute. it was mainly an excuse for us to draw these characters um, making really silly faces, which. Uh, it was it was cute. There's not really much more beyond that, aside from the fact that it was So did the really hamster silly. hang out with the pickle guy? The hamsters? Mm-hmm. The hamster roasties hung out with the pickle guy? They they, they hung out roasties? with him, and they all universally loved him, except for <laughs> one character. And I don't remember the names of any of these. I remember <laughs> oh, no. one of them was They're named Peanut, hamsters. and that's it. All pickle and peanut. Oh, well, no. Well, <laughs> well, well, the pickle had a name. His name was Bob. Oh, yeah. Let's sorry, not, pickle let, Bob. But he was uh, a pickle. Please respect his name. Um, <laughs> sorry. Um... This is time to drop some of my lore, which is. Please. Uh, sorry, I'm sorry. The hamsters got married. They they're married. In the lore, yeah. In, in our yeah. lore, they got. Oh wait, no wait. In real Hamtaro lore. Yeah, uh, on the wiki, that? apparently. I thought Oxnard, Oxnard was and gay. Pepper. Oxnard is gay. <laughs> no, Oxnard isn't gay, but he could be. I don't know Should why. Be. But he'd have to get divorced from Pepper, that that and that's was so gay. sad. I just for some reason thought Oxnard. Was is it because he talks like that? That's really homophobic, Harry. It is! I'm sorry for the homophobia. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh my gosh. Wow. I'm sorry. Now I'm just I'm sorry, does every gay have Wikipedia a head page. cold? I'm looking at the he Wikipedia page. Yeah, he got married to Pepper Heartbreak. in 2006. He got married this in 2006? This apparently did not air in North America. Okay, I feel crazy. We're not talking about this. this. I can't, I can't move English. on. Um, I'm sorry. We're going to do a Hall of Fame... Uh, for my sister Eva lore, oh my which God. you of yes. course know, everybody on everybody Queen. on this earth who's ever interacted with me knows. One day, I found one of my sister's notebooks with her fan fiction, and detailed were these. So she liked to write like fake court documents, mm-hmm. so she wrote a specific course ca- court case where um, Jaden Yuki from Yu-Gi-Oh GX was being prosecuted for the vehicular <laughs> homicide of Fiji from Hamtaro. <laughs> specifically states that Bijou was in her little pink Corvette. Jaden Yuki presumably was like, it's time to get my game on. And he revved. <laughs> he revved time to on. run over to get my run over a hamster. 
Oh my Why did she think Jaden would do that? I I don't even know if Jaden is 16. Can he drive? I mean... Uh, I, I don't think I've ever seen a Yu-Gi-Oh protagonist behind a move. Wait, no, Yu-Gi-Oh 5Ds. It's really funny to look at literally any Yu-Gi-Oh character and to imagine them either the behind movie. the wheel of a car or to imagine them not knowing how to drive a car. Like, the idea of Seto Kaiba not knowing how to drive is really funny. He can uh, the, fly a plane. He can fly a plane. Right, but that that's not... Well, there's, no, there's a part where Kaiba d- buys a car in a car lot because they have to do, like, a chase. Right, and that's when he writes the fucking he check. He writes a, f- a $500,000 check or some shit to get the car. Well, that's 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 some king shit right there. I love I love you God, so okay, much. If you were real, nobody would like you. I would li- I would hate him, but he is he one of be, my favorite. He would be like characters. he would be like one of those fucking hype house YouTubers. I would hate oh him gosh. so much if he were a real dude. Um, How old were you when you realized so that well, Kaiba yeah. and Brock from Pokemon had the same voice actor? That's fair. Eric Stewart was um. <laughs> and and do you also know that it's very important that Eric Stewart, the man, toured with uh, Ringo Starr for a few years? <laughs> Did you know Ringo Starr sells these horrible MS Paint drawings oh, for like yeah. $8,000 on oh, his yeah. website? Man's gotta eat. This is this is a Ringo Starr hate <laughs> Yeah, I'm sure the, the You don't want him to Ringo Beatles. starve. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh. Bubba oh. Booey. Uh-huh. That right. was uh, okay, 2008. 2008. 2008. 2008. Let me think. Um, I was 13, mm-hmm. and definitely thinking I was too. Cool We're not going to for... do all of the questions for Bob the pickle. Oh, oh, please. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. Do you have an iconic moment about Bob the the pickle? <laughs> Hello. I, I mean, I... what do you oh, say okay. when all the moments are iconic? Um, <laughs> I mean, the punchline for pretty much every Bob is on that king shit comic was. Um, he would have like one line per comic, and it was usually like the punchline. So, um, That's just imagine some. I don't remember how any of them went. So, just imagine something really funny involving a bunch of hamsters, funny and they all look over I was making Neopets comics when I was yeah. your age. Oh man, I loved those Neopets. I really wanted to like that was my Tumblr fame aspiration when I was like nine. I really wanted to have my own <laughs> Neopets popular oh. Neopets yes. comic. I um, wanted to get into the daily neo. Oh, I wanted that so oh badly. There was that guy who would make like the pretty, uh, pretty crude, not like content wise, but like pretty crudely made flash animations. And he would be in the Neopets times every week. And I would just like, it's amazing that he does this. It's amazing that someone <laughs> yeah. out there knows how to do yeah. this. It's amazing that you can work macromedia. <laughs> Rest in peace. Yeah. I Wait. mean, cause that's what it was called back then. Macromedia flash. Oh my goodness. I, stole flash off of our school's computer by putting it on a flash drive i also stole photoshop so while everyone else the means of production that's that's seizing the means of production uh at what like plain and simple 14 at age like 14 (laughs) i had i had never torrented anything but i was like wouldn't it be funny if this worked and then it did 2008 we're in eighth grade you're what (laughs) i'm i'm uh big into naruto obviously big into naruto um What's Getting the best into... Naruto OP? Oh. Um, and if it's not Silhouette, you're wrong. I mean, I really liked um, number four, I think it was. Which um, one? I, I never watched Naruto. Yeah, I, oh. I don't know why I have a horse in this race, but I do. Um, you really... 
There was a time I could sing all of them in uh, Butcher Japanese from memory. Oh, yes. hell yes. Printing out lyric sheet from, like, anime lyrics.com or whatever. Uh, I think you mean memorizing. writing them down by hand because we oh, I didn't have a printer. Look, well, I did it at school. Wow. Aren't you um, special? I mean, I had unlimited free time, basically, so I would just sit on my computer and watch YouTube compilations and just memorize them that way. We didn't um, have internet for, like... Well, we sort of had internet. We had... I don't want to explain to you right now what an eye opener is, but so we imagine... gotta move on. We gotta we gotta get back to this. Imagine if you put Linux on a calculator and then tethered your email. <laughs> oh, we had one of those. We had one of those. You had an eye opener? I think we got rid of it really quickly. Oh, because <laughs> um, I remember well, you trying smart. to work the internet. I remember trying to access AOL on like the ball mouse and just being like, I don't know how this works, Mom. It, it was like it was it was it had two click buttons, but. They, there was no right click or left click. It was just click, and like the yeah. you boot it up, and it was blue, and then there were the yellow icons. And it, I'm it, honestly, it, I'm so glad I didn't hallucinate this thing. Okay, like, so you, oh my god, you had to. Oh my god, that's insane. I've never met yeah. anyone else who's ever heard of this thing. It was um, sold as for like a hundred dollars as a loss leader for an internet subscription, but like <laughs> people would just buy them, and then that's like probably why um, we had one. Yeah, people would buy them, and then like you could like. There, there was like a chip soldered into it that you could like desolder and like install Linux on it, so you could basically have a hundred dollar computer if you just like bought it. And people would do that apparently, but I never heard of that. I'm like six years old; I can barely write my name. I, I guess I don't know what six year olds do. And oh my god, I don't know what's going on. Yeah, but so I, don't, I don't know how to install Linux. I'm six years old. <laughs> What you think my parents are going to let me take a screwdriver to the computer? No. <laughs> okay. Uh, oh my god. I can't, oh my god. I'm so insane. I can't believe. This I, is great. This I'm is glad I didn't hallucinate this. Yeah. Okay, so the curtains part, you're thinking about Naruto. Thinking about Naruto lead? constantly. Um, just a lot of drawing a character and thinking, man, this is the coolest shit oh, I've yeah. ever drawn. Um, I'm trying to think of a specific. This is an audio medium. Uh, you're right. I'm so sorry. <laughs> you're imagine okay. imagine the coolest shit you've ever seen, right, and uh, imagine, imagine that I drew that when I was 12. <laughs> See, yeah. I was hell yeah. I, I say this. Um, I say this. Uh, as uh, devoid of um, egotism as I think I personally can. Uh, <laughs> I was pretty good at drawing for for a 12 year old. Specifically for a twelve-year-old, by the yeah. time I was like thirteen, um, I had just—I—I I still thought I was pretty hot shit, so I just didn't I try and learn really anything like new. And then I was on DeviantArt at that point, so like I saw all like the other thirteen-year-olds getting way better than me. So like I'm not saying like I'm—I'm I'm still like really—I'm uh, not. Saying I got I'm still on DeviantArt and I was like, oh no, I need a tablet or I'll never be good at art. Right. Um. <laughs> so. At that point, I was still, I was starting to lose my confidence. I was like, uh-oh. Yeah. I'm not, yeah. I'm not. I'm not as... the big dog on campus anymore. Right. Oh, I'll never right. get a daily deviation like this. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. right. And then you work your ass off for 20 hours on a piece and it looks like shit because you're like 12, but you upload it and think like, yeah, this is going to get me a deep daily yes. deviation. But Finally. it never did. It never. Had... This is about me, not you. <laughs> this is about. This is about Miles always. It's always about. Okay, me. so I think in two thousand eight, my like, my main boy. guy, my main guy was a dude named Seth, and I've never been able to settle on a last name for him. That's bad. Um, so he's it's just actually... Seth, and he's 
he's like um he was actually like my first like naruto doesn't o- have a last name oc person he does it's uzumaki yes he does uh, <laughs> you friggin casual it was, it was a joke it was oh a God. joke and you guys you guys didn't play along and now i feel we sad we did not play along <laughs> It was like, yeah, oh don't you God. know his name is Naruto Naruto? And oh you guys God. are like, okay, first of all. It's actually, um, <laughs> Naruto is a misnomer. Giving... It should have been localized as Nart uh, because you... the U and O should be silent. Oh, my God. That's what that's what my partner calls him. Friggin' calls, Baka Gaijin over here. You could, um. <laughs> he calls him Nort and Bort. Nart and Bort. Nart and Bort. Have you? Considered that Seth now has a last name and it's Yaoi <laughs> instead of Yao. Can we get the creator of Yaoi Seth on the show? I don't know. Maybe. I don't. If, I don't know if you know what Yaoi Seth is, but I don't. I'm going to send you the page for Yaoi Seth, please. And uh, you oh, can. The, yeah, there it is. It's it's one of the great pieces of literature. It's so funny. You can buy. I'm going to. I my idea is when we get um. Yankee swaps back. I'm gonna just get a million <laughs> copies to give to people. It's the funniest thing. Um, it's, I don't it's even remember. So fucking funny. It's... Um, I love it. Does anyone I love remember that Discord was like, Are you yaoi? sure you want to go here? <laughs> are you yeah. sure? Yeah, searching Yowie says on Bing is like its own form of comedy. It it kind of reminds me of like a very amateur version wow. of. Do you remember that Pikachu Yowie comic? Pikachu Pikachu Pikachu. Yeah. <laughs> Don't read that. It's awful. Don't but, read it. Um, it's dreadful. <laughs> I mean, the, um, I really liked the art as a kid. I was like, yeah, and it's, it's gay. I love this. I'm, but I'm, it's like... I'm reading through the first few pages of this and giving this artist a little bit too much credit, I think. I tried reading it from right to left. <laughs> <laughs> I was I like, oh, I'm assuming they were trying to do this in the Japanese style. But um... <sighs> I'm, I'm, every day I get closer to buying a print copy of this. You should. That's what you. That's what you gotta. That's what you gotta spend your stimulus check. Actually, on. that's yes. I'm going to buy a whole pallet of them. I, I always oh, felt really to, bad. Oh, sorry. Mm. We are back to you. Let get off. Okay, the back to and me. Enter so me. yeah, yes. I invented Seth when I was nine. He was like the first like um like for lack of a better term like anime character I tried to invent, and uh, I, I attempted to to conceive. Um, he had like spiky blonde hair and a bandana. Oh, I I. I arrived at that independently. I did not know who Naruto was at that time. Um, uh. And my main anime influence at the time was Beyblade. Okay. Love Beyblade. Well, as, my, like as my dear friend, Internet's, Internet's hero, CDI Ganon, always says, Beyblade gets you Beyblade. <laughs> you didn't link him to the first page. It goes to the last page. Oh, oh no, I found oh. it. Don't worry, I found it. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. I'm, I'm, I'm a big boy. I can find. I can navigate <laughs> my way you're around smart. a webcomic. Okay, I'm not a big boy. Got very confused for a moment. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, Seth had this. His cool feature was that he mm. um, he fell into another world. Ooh, Isekai. Suddenly, <gasps> yeah, he's an orphan. Isekai he's an Seth. Orphan. Oh, no. Um, who who lost his parents in some tragic accident or another, mm-hmm. and he oh, fell into no, another world where he befriended a dragon, uh, a dragon whose name was uh something stupid like Firu. Oh, like, like you were like, oh, this sounds Japanese. Yeah, I, I was like, this. let's just throw some random syllables together and call it Japanese. Sounds like Firu. Um, <laughs> and uh, what the Mal dragon? Weibu child did not do this. So the 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 dragon was like slender and blue and kind of fish like, and um, he cool. could shrink down to like a little lizard and fit in Seth's pocket. And the 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 story was garbage. It was just Aww. isekai. Uh, uh, 
I'll, recycling. I think you'll find that isekai. back then it was called uh, portal anime. Was it? <laughs> yes, that's what the oh, '90s wow. word for that was. Like 90s it was basically like, like, uh, that's what that's what it, people, Inuyasha is like a portal story. But now it would probably be called an isekai or whatever. By 2008, that was 2004 when I invented this character. So, um, but it was a really important character for me because I'd never tried drawing people. Um, wow. And within a year, yeah, I've been drawing like dinosaurs and like little chibi animals. And I'd never tried drawing what I considered at the time a realistically proportioned person. And that was a really important challenge for me. And that was kind of where I was like, um, you know, as a little kid, I... I changed my dream occupation every week depending on whatever i was watching oh my god i yeah. wanted to be what was it like a it's so long like a paleontologist archaeologist marine biologist shop, uh, dolphin trainer honestly is like what what's on animal planet right now because that's exactly. like what i want to exactly. be right now when i grow up um, plus mangaka and a dog breeder and just like the right list goes on right and well, this artist. was when the weeb phase started for me around nine. And uh, oh. my mom, my mom um, was Filipino mm-hmm. and uh, I do my due diligence as a, as a fan of anime and someone who's like learning Japanese and uh, and uh, interacts with that media a lot. Try to do my due diligence and talk about um, uh, about uh world war ii at least a yeah. little bit at least a little bit and my mom was like um dealing with like a lot of like intergenerational trauma like my grandmother oh, no. was like we'd be like growing up and like my grandmother okay. my little would be at the dinner the table yeah well not everyone does so um <clears throat> yeah my grandmother oh, let me, let, like uh, talked about it sorry well i'm yeah. trying to talk about it right now sorry yeah, okay so, go for it yeah, important important family history firsthand <laughs> right here We'd be at, like, the dinner table, and my Lola would be talking about, like, the time, like, the Japanese were, the Japanese army was, like, chasing her family across the mountainside in the pouring rain, trying to shoot them. And I'd be like, huh. Anyway, my favorite show is Pokemon. It's from Japan. Um, But, bless her, my mom was very uh, encouraging of our artistic uh, nature, me and my sister. So, she uh, swallowed her her pride and her, uh, her... cultural misgivings yeah. and uh but it was a little weird for her to to say the least to have two little weeb children running around like spouting like broken japanese oh my god I and like oh. and uh i leaned pretty hard into that um but by the time i was like 13 i had kind of i wouldn't say i'd grown out of it at all but like i i was i i thought i was in control of it <laughs> and oh, i was like all? Um, instead of just, uh, arbitrarily naming a character, a white guy named like Seth and like saying, yeah, but he's from Japan. He falls into another world. It, it, like, you know, my favorite Japanese animes. I was at the point where I was like trying to like, quote unquote, be respectful and like name my characters, like real Japanese names. Yeah. Um, so I had a group of characters who were operators of a food truck in somewhere in Japan or was it Seattle? <laughs> no it was japan two places <laughs> that are exactly the same yeah and this was a i think this was kind of the first group of characters i invented uh in kind of this period of my like in my teens all the others had just kind of been like really forgettable amalgamations of characters i'd seen in anime or characters that i invented when i was like nine and this was like the first set of characters that i invented like as like an adolescent and uh they were um i honestly don't remember their names but i remember that yeah. i was like googling 
like meanings of Japanese names and um, trying to give them like real person names. I think the main character was Seiji. And I don't remember the rest. Um, and the, the story idea honestly wasn't that bad. It was about like a group of like culinary school kids who venture out to make their own uh, restaurant and then they like compete in competitions. I guess Food Wars came out after, <laughs> but I did it first. Oh, yeah. um, I actually don't I know what Food Wars is about. Um, it's about Food Wars. Um, yeah, I, I kind of wanted to make something that was like a shonen battle manga, but about food, but also about um, uh, personal growth and kids banding together and starting something of their own. But it just never went anywhere. I mean, like, that's the other thing is like these things don't tend to go anywhere. Yeah, I, I think I have it's like three billion stories. Am I ever going to do anything? Right. And I think the, the valuable thing to take for, for me anyway, that I take from my old characters, my old stories is like. Um, what did that tell me, uh, what did that teach me about like what I like in stories and, um, what I like in characters and, and, uh, even, even, you know, in people, like, I don't know. I think I gravitate towards people in real life who share attributes that I put in a lot of my characters. Um, what does this have to say about, uh, the specific characters I invented on DeviantArt when I was a 13 year old weeaboo? I don't know. <laughs> um you know what? I think I, I I think there is a common thread. I think that was when I started to lean away from like fantastical characters with like superpowers and uh started to embrace characters who were just pretty much just people. Like their circumstances would be interesting, but like they themselves wouldn't have like superpowers. They're not um, the chosen one or whatever. Yeah, and then like my guy Seth, at that point I had kind of like cycled through like five different stories for him and none of them stuck and i stopped thinking of him as a character in a story and more of just like a guy who lives in my head and like i draw him sometimes and like sometimes Aww. i still draw him and you know i think he's like his design was like a little much when i first invented him but like like i said like the the principles of character design like identifiable silhouette uh, western character design like yeah. western animation specifically um, I don't, I don't believe that one is, yeah, I don't believe one is, uh, the superior one, but, um, the type that I generally practice, I see elements of in like my childhood drawings and my childhood characters, like, uh, Seth's design was very simple. He just had like, um, for like, for like an anime inspired dude. I'm sure I, at some point gave him an outfit with a million zippers, but, oh, God. Um, yeah, you have to. I had an, oh my god, I had an OC named Zipper, and his his Let thing was that you. he had a zipper. That kicks ass. Yeah, uh, like his, like, it was, I was, like, really small, like, maybe, like, six or seven, or whenever you basically, I don't know, like, third grade, and I just draw, he was just, like, a little, literally a guy with blonde <laughs> hair, and mm -hmm. he had these huge anime eyes, because they all did, and, right. and his, like, one character design thing was that he had a zipper. I think you'll and find that, that Where? zipper Where actually zipper? just like on his shirt. It's and it's huge because I took inspiration that from like that nineties was Cloud Strife. It was not. <gasps> I did not design Cloud Strife. That is a that is <laughs> a misconception. Really, does, in the original Cloud doesn't his he doesn't original have design a zipper, doesn't have a lot of idiot. No hair and black clothes or whatever. He no, he didn't have he had blonde hair. And that's it. He had like, like a, a zipper. Bowl cut. He had blonde hair and a zipper. I could. I yeah, you did not say he had a bowl cut. This is not about you, Miles. Actually, you, no, you need to leave. This, continue this. 
going, <laughs> He's I'm going, going to, to use find the restroom and I'm going to make a recreation of him in my notepad while I'm <laughs> Excellent. Ooh. Blonde guy with a zipper isn't what Cloud literally is, but when you say that, I imagine him. <laughs> Spiritually. Yeah, I mean, he's the original design was more about buckles. That was Nomura's buckles phase. Oh, oh. And then, but Advent Children, he's got hecka zippers. He's got zippers. Yeah, I, I watched Advent Iconic. Children the other day. I mean, that movie is uh, really interesting. It's a, it's a very interesting. When was the last time you watched it? Uh, ooh, it's probably still in high school. I would give it a watch again, oh, especially oh. if, if any point in the last couple years you've played or replayed. Final Fantasy VII or remake. Here's the thing. Yeah. I never played Final Fantasy VII. I just watched Advent Children. That was exactly what I did when I was 12. <laughs> My sister got it for Christmas, and we were really excited to watch it for some reason because it was the hot new thing out of Japan. Mm-hmm. And we'd watched it, neither of us having ever played Final Fantasy VII. And we were like, I don't get it. <laughs> Absolutely. Miles' um, mom found it, in a, found it in a bargain bin, uh, DVD-wise, and got it. As one does. <laughs> Um, I I mean I love Final Fantasy Seven. If you if you if you can get it on PS4 or Switch or one of the versions that has the overclocking feature, you can just play the whole thing on triple speed. Ooh. Um, you can also turn off random battles entirely. Okay, that's actually. And you can also the most ridiculous feature is um you can just activate God mode at any point, give your characters infinite HP and MP and limit breaks. So basically, you can just play this game in story mode and plow through it, and that's okay. how I played it for the first time. And because, um, like, I knew, like, if I tried to play it with my my meager um, <laughs> constitution, oh my gosh! Sorry, zipper just, just got dropped. Zipper chat. <laughs> it says big creepy pasta energy. <laughs> His head is so tall. Well, Miles is still peeing. Why don't you take us to 2010? This is sort of like a year. Uh, BCE King Cheddar. Yeah, so yeah, so yeah, 2010 was getting close to the King Cheddar years, um, and I had sort of leaned further away from like the fantastical characters, but then leaned far away enough that I started to circle back. So I had this character whose name I didn't. Ha- she didn't have a name for many years, um, but I called her the Winter Girl because her thing was like. I, I could never quite thread the needle of like how powers and magic worked in this world, which is part of why I never did anything with it. But I really wanted to do a webcomic specifically about this character who I called the Winter Girl because uh, snow would follow her around. Like it would just be snowing wherever she was. And my original incarnation of the character was she was the only person in the whole world who had any kind of like it wasn't even like an ability because she wasn't doing it. It was just like a curse, if anything. And I just like the visual of like a morose looking, like sad, like Tim Burton esque, um, like black haired, big cat eyes. I could like draw, like, no, I'm not going to draw a picture because uh, I don't have a drawing implement near me. But um, basically, I was leaning pretty far away from anime and um, trying to uh, make characters who just felt like real people. And I think the story wasn't good or particularly um original but i think what appeals to me about that character i eventually landed on name for her. i think i called her holly just because like it evokes winter um um 
so like her story was like she moves to a town that is comprised mainly of people who have like these I don't want to say powers because like again like they're not really doing and it wasn't a story about people with superpowers it was a story about people with quirks and oh well that's actually literally the term they use in my hero academia oops <laughs> oh no also a story set in a world where a certain percentage of the population just has weird shit that they can do I think it's just a common thing. Yeah. It's a common story um, element. But what I what I gravitated towards when I would try and write it, and try being the operative word, um, again, my ADHD was super unmedicated. Um, I oh, he looks super demonic on the Discord screen. Wow. Uh, yeah, it's really uh, alarming. Um, <laughs> but the other characters were just um, pretty much normal people, and then other iterations of them, they each had their own uh curses they had to live with um i don't know when i officially abandoned that because for years i was like i'm gonna make this a webcomic and i was promising my deviantart followers like the webcomic is coming this year oh. and um that was kind of where i started to transition to trailer voice com- this yeah. year <laughs> this year never this summer. Yeah, and uh, I think that was kind of the last major OC that I made before the King Shutter situation began. Yeah, um, pop- another popcorn year, Miles. Uh, I want to know if you ever had an emo phase, oh. and it did. And if so, did it result in anything uh, iconic? I weirdly enough, um, where Kingdom Hearts is often sort of a gateway drug for people's emo phases, <laughs> it kind of steered me away. Steered me away. You were oh, like, really? I'm looking away. I mean, I was like... so into Kingdom Hearts, and it was so important to me. You can probably hear my chair squeaking, and I know that every time anyone has ever said, it's my chair, not a fart, it <laughs> means that they farted, but this chair is really squeaky. I, I uh, haven't heard anything, so. Okay, good. But I can um, hear myself. <laughs> um, I got really into Kingdom Hearts when I was nine, and um, nine. I was just more fascinated with the Disney aspect and the That's anime really aspect than the emo adjacentness of it all. That's wild. Um, you might be so the only person ever. Yeah, well, it did probably <laughs> result in me putting more buckles and pockets on my character designs. Um, it didn't really lead to me being emo i was also just too scrupulous as a kid to torrent music so i didn't hear i didn't hear like any my chemical romance until i was like 16 i mean neither did i but that did not stop my late blooming (laughs) right and like it it retroactively became an important part of my childhood but like at that point i thought emo characters were cool but i didn't want to be them so much because i think i was also too I think, I don't know, I'd walk by Hot Topic when I was, like, 10 and think it was scary and wouldn't want to go in. Aww. Even though I thought, even though I thought a lot of that aesthetic was cool, there were other parts, like, I don't know, all the pentagrams that I was like, like oh, no, oh. they worship Satan. Oh, no. Right, so, I don't want any part of that. Um, I was, like, a goth and a Christian, and I... <laughs> yes, we exist. You were very oppressed. But I was always, like, goth, what? being goth isn't isn't vampiric it's not satanism that's not what it actually I mean, means or, or, or like like the, the pentagram is like a is like from old religion it's not even about satan like i was very that person and your insane catholic mother was just like ah! yeah it was really i mean funny. if it's if, if i'm an insane catholic mother i'm just gonna be glad my kid is like <laughs> are you has, <laughs> yeah like like has strong opinions uh i mean i think 
My mom okay, let, let me read Harry Potter, which was very wild. She would She did let me. Oh, she did. She okay. was like totally cool. She would let me like info dump about my fan theories while she cooked pasta. My dad read Harry Potter to me at night. Aww. And um, I remember yeah. the scene where Harry blows up his aunt and how like viscerally disturbing that was to me. <laughs> I was just like, this is ho- literally horrifying, and I never want to hear about That's this again. That's beautiful. Um... Like the opposite of an inflation fetish. <laughs> inflation phobia. I was just like, ah, ah! I'm afraid of inflation and a hot topic. That's that's how that's how it's going for me. My mom wouldn't let me go to the mall because she, so you weren't she just hated malls, and I wanted to I wanted to be emo so bad, but my mom just like wouldn't. She didn't take me shopping. She'd just buy clothes for me. And I, I was like, I want to be goth. I and really, she's like, I hate you. Like, like, I okay. think I thought emos were cool, but I wanted to be goth. Like, I was like, I like a little bit of that older look. Well, I think I wanted to be emo. Being emo requires a degree of uh, being able to at least choose your own clothes, if not buy them. Exactly. And uh, I could choose my own clothes, but it was whatever was on sale or on the clearance rack at Walmart or Target. So I wore, I had just no discernible fashion sense when I was a teenager. I remember Uh, I just put on whatever I had that was black or red. I remember getting to choose my own clothes for the first time and I was like, I will wear an Aeropostale sweater. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, big 2000s. Oh yeah, mid 2000s, baby. That was that. Uh, that was that. Good but you know, fa- phases are important because you 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 take a lot of something that you think you like or or you do like. You 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 take as much as you can get until it becomes too much. But then when you shed it, a little bit of it remains. That's such a positive way of thinking about it's it. It's like homeopathy. Yeah. <laughs> so like I yeah what I think I Where think you about put the thing you put a drop I, I, of the thing in water and then you dilute it over and over again until it's not really there anymore. But but according to homeopathy people, the memory remains. Yeah, that sounds about right. <laughs> the, the air quotes. Are you trying uh, to sell me your DoTerra <laughs> essential oils? Because I'm not buying. I don't want any. Listen, I just think it's I scheme. just thought that was a funny joke. <laughs> pretty funny joke. i don't believe in homeopathy i think it's fucking evil and not medicine obviously that's what oh, homeopathy yeah, I, is yeah it's just you were like, just using a lot of big words yeah, that i didn't recognize you're just so diluting i said something over and over again yeah i said that sounds about right but if it's evil science then uh it does not sound about right yeah it's not good homeopathy is bad i gotta watch please take i gotta watch medicine. some more blair illuminati videos <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, sorry for for totally derailing us. I'm sorry. Okay, we need, can somebody put something in the chat. He's creeping me out. We've got we got a. Can somebody get safe for work Sasuke out? <laughs> um, so we've had we've had a lot of a That's lot of a talks. Very classic. We brought Tumblr some post. OCs to the table. We talked about yes. the pitfalls, the the highs and lows of Tumblr fame. Um, yes. We talked about Boston. Really, just so much oh. about Boston. Uh, our person. Gotta some, talk about Boston. Some about our various personal childhoods, um, mm-hmm. and and influencing factors versus OCs and such and and that. So we have a lot of the the picks down. We've got a lot of we've covered a lot of grounds. Um, this is this is just saying where do we go now? Uh, I don't know. This is all about what you guys want. Are we are we reaching a de- I, I, denouement? I, I, 
I don't know what that means, but I'm having a good time. Yeah. I would like to hear more about character design and your character yeah, design oh, philosophy. Especially, yeah, Especially your, your as design, a character designer. Your design you. philosophy, how, like, I feel... designing characters as, like, an amateur throughout your childhood has, like, sort of feeds into the philosophy. Because you said you you lean into aspects. I hear a puppy. Of, uh, of, oh, of yeah, that's probably my dog downstairs. Styles. Yeah, so, um, I think about in my in my journey my grand journey <laughs> uh through many different disciplines that i thought i would pursue from of course wanting to move to japan and be a mangaka oh who obviously. did obviously obviously there um, are people who have that done that's... that they've like lived their dreams and i'm like oh yeah oh have you watched terrace house what the fuck no i haven't uh terrace i mean kind of hard to i do not now. i do not have netflix oh, okay um well if you but i will pirate it, there's Oh, I mean, it's, it's totally worth pirating. Um, Hell yeah. The show has, I believe, come to an end due to unfortunate... Um, Was there a cast member there's who... A, a, yeah, who who died. Yeah, um, yeah. But, I don't want Leading in from that. <laughs> uh, there's a cast member it. on the show. Um, there's a cast good. member on that show uh, named uh, Pepe. And he's like Italian, and he moved from Italy to Japan to become a mangaka, and he did it. And like they capture on camera, mm-hmm. like him going to a konbini for the first time and like buying his manga from oh a God, shonen magazine. Yeah. And it's just like I'm so I'm so glad one of us made it. I'm so I happy would, he I would made it, and that did he that. didn't have. I cried. To, I cried. Uh, and he's <laughs> and he didn't have to slide the keyframes on the Wings Club as many other Italian weeaboos no! had to. <laughs> No, um, no. Yeah. the dark and end. then it's interesting looking back thinking about how my um my goals changed to sort of um try, i was like trying on different goals to suit to, to match what i knew i already liked doing which is designing characters so it was a strange full circle moment when in the last year of my college education i realized oh this is something that i can do i'm good at it I know how to do it. I know I'm doing it like well, which was something that plagued me, not just imposter syndrome, but like literally not knowing how to do some of the stuff I was assigned to do because yeah. I just didn't get it. You know, it I went to a really school, Mass Art is really multidisciplinary, so um, they try to teach a little bit of everything. So I just felt kind of lost and confused for a lot of my education. And then I got to finally take a character design class. And I was like, it just, it just fit. And I was like, it, oh, wait, this is what I've been doing my whole life. Pretty much. And I realized that a lot of the um, design sensibilities that I practiced growing up, you know, they weren't necessarily good drawings or good character designs back then. But um, those sensibilities were always there. Like, I've always liked characters who um, don't have too much going on, but maybe have a little bit more going on than your average, like, Western cartoon. So. want to talk about like the principles of character design like um in western animation it's all about the silhouette the silhouette is a big thing um uh and creating defining features that um are identifiable but also reflect the character's personality so yeah like mickey mouse is like the one that people throw out all the time but like mickey mouse is like textbook good uh american character design um, like anime, the anime school of character design is very maximalist. It's like 
how much work can we make for <laughs> our animators? <laughs> um, Every but, strand of hair. That's right. But I mean, it, I, it's easy to look at that and from a Western point of view, say like this is bad character design. A lot of people who want to seem like they know what they're talking about will point at an anime character and say, this is actually bad character design. It's not. It's just a very different, different sensibility. Um, anime, for all of its um, uh, reputation for not being a, a great uh, 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 industry to work in, like it's not great to its workers. Yeah. Um, anime has never really shied away from something doing something just because it's difficult um, or not necessarily efficient, and I think that's an admirable. Um, even if in practice it leads to crunch and um, other industry practices that aren't good, the starting mentality I think is pretty admirable to to create a character that is patently difficult to draw even once, and it's ambitious. It's ambitious, and it creates these visuals that I mean that's why anime is popular is because it's grand, it's lush, it's textural, and I think that's something that gets lost in a lot of really streamlined western style character designs is texture um because that's mainly an internal thing it's on the inside of the form um you look at a tetsuya nomura character and you immediately know that he designed them less because of their spiky hair because anime characters all have spiky hair (laughs) um it's because of the stuff that's on the inside of the silhouette the internal detail um the buckles the zippers the little flourishes the kind of gothic influence um, and I think that's really interesting. And, you know, sometimes it's hard for me to turn off my animator brain because when I'm actually animating, which I actually do maybe once Ooh. a year these days, which I it's like, it's very rare that I actually do it. Of course, my thought process is like, I want to make this character as simple as possible because right. I'm lazy. Hmm. Um, it is hard. But what do you, what do you use to animate? Um, harmony mainly. Um, if I'm just animating for fun, I use an app on my, um, on my iPad called, uh, rough animator. It's like five bucks. It's pretty good. Um, but it is just that it's for rough animation. Um, uh, so when I'm doing that, I try and keep it as simple as possible. And it's hard to turn off my animator brain when I'm watching like an anime or playing a video game in particular. Um, like I'll look at the, the character designs in like Hades, which is great character designs. And I'll think, man, I, this character design, like, I would remove about 80% of these extraneous <laughs> details. And then I'm like, Kiko, like, that doesn't mean it's bad. It just means that they're animating it. They're not animating it. Like, they're not animating it by hand. And, um, well, I mean, I mean like, tradi- like, traditional yeah. 2D animation. Yeah. Um, it's a completely different thing, modeling and rigging a 3D character you can make them more visually dense mm-hmm. so um these are all things that i think about a lot when i'm uh watching something or playing something or designing a character and i think my personal character design philosophies end up somewhere in the middle these days i try not to streamline a character too much um but i also try not to make them because I, th- I think a good character designer um needs to for for animation in particular um a good character designer um understands and ideally has attempted to make a little bit of the medium that they're working in so Mm -hmm. for me 
I found out in animation school that like I enjoy animating. I think I'm okay at it, mm-hmm. but it's um it's not my truest passion, the actual animating part of it. Right. But um because I've attempted it, because I've done some of it, um I can much more easily understand the uh the work that goes into it and if I'm designing a character for somebody else to animate, I'm going to keep that in mind. Um and that's not just true for animators. It's true for any character designer. It's about being able to uh, understand what the other person in the pipeline is going to have to do with this character. So I think like, if you're someone like Tetsuya Nomura, whose name I've said like 20 times already. Um, <laughs> He's an iconic character designer. He, he, he is. He, He's no tour, if you will. <laughs> yeah. Um, and... Uh, He's at the point in his career where he can draw anything, and whoever has to model and rig and animate that character—that's <laughs> their has problem. To deal with That's it. Your yeah, problem. it's their problem. Um, so I wouldn't say he's—I I, would—I would put him under the category of like a selfish character designer, but it's okay because <laughs> he put in the work and he can do that. So let's let's—we're moving back to the idea, the the nostalgia, the child brain, child brain mm-hmm. creating characters. Uh, and we're gonna get we're gonna see if we can get some takeaways. Um, yes. So you we we actually dissolved into this because you were talking about sort of like the marriage of uh, Western and anime principle principles mm-hmm. of animation that that's sort of like how you uh, sort of bi- your big brain final takeaway mm-hmm. from the childhood of drawing anime mm-hmm. dudes and. Uh, well, I'll I'll, I'll, I'll take it one step further, and I'll say that's not just my takeaway. That's the industry's, and by the industry, I mean generally anime. I mean animation. Yeah. Um, that's the takeaway for the entire industry these days. Is you have these artists who grew up on anime and Western animation, and they're finding ways to combine these sensibilities in ways that are both efficient for the animators and um use these anime tropes and character design techniques to actually tell you more about the character's personality uh through their design. So, um so I okay, the other thing is I don't watch animation anymore. It's not a conscious choice I've made. It's just I I feel I'm at this point where I'm like I I thought I'd have a job in the industry by now and it's uh, my fault cuz like I that. haven't yeah. really me every year I'm going to I'm going to write my characters down into right, a novel right. or something and then uh, I'm going to sell it and hit uh, it big and I'll never I'm have like, to I'm like oh I'm going to crew on a movie I mean, it's, <laughs> it's it's my fault cuz I haven't applied for any fair and fair. I I certainly never expected anyone to just give me one but uh we do not need to this is uh, therapy's on Thursday not I, today so I understand it's um, it's very hard so yeah, I I watch this. I, it doesn't matter like what it is. If I watch a anything animated, I'm like, why didn't they call me for this? It's like <laughs> oh, man, it's not, why, why not it's there? not a logical thought. It's not something that I'm actually wondering. It's just you, a feeling you're just like, like I could have done. I could have I could have been with this. I could. Yes. Do right. you ever see something heinously low quality that's been made that like somehow made it to professional manufacture? Mm-hmm. You're like. Mm-hmm. I could have been in this. I, I could have been part of this disaster. I feel that way about a lot of I mean, a lot of a lot uh, of TV. I'm, I'm, I'm you like, you crying because they didn't put you on Riverdale. I I want a job on Riverdale. Who doesn't? Who doesn't want to do be anything? Like, who doesn't want to be the only actually gay person there? Just I will witnessing. do. I will do anything. I will hold the boom mic so that everyone can hear Cheryl. I will do anything on Riverdale. <laughs> <laughs> I will do anything. 
Is there a Tumblr achievement that you feel genuinely proud of? I'm genuinely happy that I was able to kind of use my public uh, coping mechanisms. Coping with what? I don't know. Being a teenager. Uh, I was what able OCs to, aren't uh, to be my Being myself. Literally, find, the fact that I was able to be myself in public in a way that didn't get me beat up. Oh. Um, I've actually never been beaten up. I'm amazed I've never been beaten up. You know, same. I'm the most... I'm the most beat upable person I know. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I I found I was able to find a space where people responded to me and I was able to be earnest and encourage other people to be Hello? earnest. Is it like capital C cringe looking back on it now? Some of it, yeah. But and you know, there's a lot of it that I wish I'd learned something different or done something di- done something differently, but um yeah, the fact that uh I mean, it certainly wasn't anything I didn't make any money from it. I didn't. Oh, um, but didn't the, honestly, you know what? The cliched answer is the friends that I made. It's the uh, friends, you know friends that I made. I'll it's the connections it. I made and um, the stuff that I learned. Um, I don't know. Maybe my parents were my parents were proud of it. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I don't think I my mean, parents uh, have seen a single drawing I've made in the last decade. Oh, very sad. I think every now and then my dad likes something I post on Instagram. Your dad, um, your dad has an Instagram? Yeah. He doesn't post anything, but he, he likes my posts. My dad does not even have a Facebook. So, That's great. Yeah. I think I think this is this is us off-ramping. It's been very real. And it has been. Do you have um, any uh, anything you'd like to plug? Any comments? Any social media page? Any LinkedIn? So you can any get those sweet gigs <laughs> from the... Uh, uh, from the... 10, 10 people who people, listen to the yeah. show who probably don't make very we much money. We have a bad podcast. <laughs> I don't know. You know, you're, you're, you never know. I'm always happy to make 10 new friends. Um, Hell yeah. You can follow me at... Uh, what is it? What is it? <laughs> oh yeah, it's at Royal Pizza Boy on Twitter. And uh, Kiko B. Bell. You're still... Yes, I am. Yeah. Um, and uh, Kiko B. Bell. One word on Instagram. On um, LinkedIn? <laughs> no LinkedIn no, that I no, know no. of. That if you know a, of. If there's a Kiko Bell on Insta- on LinkedIn, I'm going to let them wait, have that wait. one. Did anyone ever pretend to be you? Oh, actually, yeah. Okay. Okay, um, what the fuck? Yes! I knew um, I knew it. That's just, this, that's One terrifying. time I logged on to Tumblr and I had this batshit buck wild, absolutely hog bonkers message and this person was like hi you don't know me um but uh i just found out that my long distance boyfriend of two years um doesn't exist and that um he was a woman using your name and image to catfish me and what the fuck this poor kid this girl is i think like 18 or 19 and had been in this LDR on Tumblr. I mean, what's what what's a Tumblr experience without LDR drama? Oh my um, god. Oh, I know I that. Had my own, I had my own fair share. Um Oh my god. And yeah, basically she was like, "Yeah, I I was dating this guy and he would like here's the link to his blog and I went and this person had used like my selfies and my name. Oh my and god, that's so of, scary! Oh my god, some like character de- character details, some like life details, like my siblings' names, to flesh out the the ruse. What the and fuck? Had sustained this 
LDR with a person for like maybe it wasn't two years, but it was at least six months up to two years. That is like and, a really long time to be doing that. First of all, oh Second yeah, of all, and um, that's terrifying. This person had lied about everything, and um, the victim reached out to me, and and uh, yeah, told on this person. Didn't they weren't asking me to do anything about it? They just felt like I should know. So I was in this unique position where I was like, okay, well, I don't. This hasn't actually affected me, but. I, I sense some, someone has been wronged, and it's not every day you get to really unload a, a good nag on somebody <laughs> who really deserves it. Because I, something I, I, I'm really good at is nagging, but obviously no one likes to nag, or no one should like to nag, <laughs> and certainly no one likes to be nagged. So it's a power that I use maybe once a year. Oh my god. On someone who... Who truly deserves it? And uh, I went to this person in this person's inbox, oh my God. and I unleashed the kraken. Oh my God! And I never the the key about a good nag is like if you do it right, the other person already feels as bad as they're supposed to. So you don't need to get into insults. You don't. You just got to push them right up to the edge of feeling bad, and <laughs> let their conscience carry them over to the other side. So oh it was just God. a lot of like. That's just who does something like you, that. How dare you take you? advantage of this poor kid? I mean, this poor person was also young, so at least it wasn't a uh, a creeper, creeper, like, creeper. Yeah, like a, like an age gap predator situation. Yeah. Um, but still, huge, huge no no, big old no no. Don't do that. Don't catfish. You know what? That's the takeaway from this episode. <laughs> you stop if that. you had a wild, if you had a wild, potentially embarrassing Tumblr phase where you aired out all of your coping mechanisms and your 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 original characters and and your telephone and, number and your telephone number yes. and, your, and your best and friend's your, legal name, your grandma's <laughs> home address, um, that's fine unless you catfish somebody. Don't In do which that. case, you've got a lifetime of of making up for being piece of shit ahead of you look forward to that oh what happened there's no repentance how did did they did they respond to you oh yeah they did they were like oh yeah you're right i'm really sorry (laughs) oh yeah like i said the key to a good a good scolding yeah uh, wow don't don't go overboard if the person has a conscience did they say why they did that Hmm? Did they say why they did it? Oh, you know, the typical, like, it started out as a joke, or it didn't mean for it to go this deep. Huh. Um, huh. Yeah. Definitely one of the top five most wild catfishing stories I've ever heard, <laughs> and I happen to be the main somewhat character. a part of it. I mean, I guess the side character. That's so bizarre, uh, though. It was a little bit it... flattering, almost. <laughs> <laughs> almost. No, I get that. I get that. I get it. Oh, I mean, you could, you, could use any, you could use any, like, Instagram model's picture oh, to catfish somebody, but they picked me. I'm like, oh. Wow. When was this? Yeah, what like at what point in time was that? And the pictures I mean, that they stole were all from like my selfie tag on Tumblr. So like, like uh, those were all from like 2012 forward. But this happened in like 2015. Oh, yeah, pretty wild. Right. Pretty wild. Don't do that. Don't, don't do, do that. No, don't don't do, don't do, don't do that. that. Oh my god. And uh, yeah. That's I'm sorry. I'm like absolutely stunned by this story. What the fuck? <laughs> I'm yeah. glad I asked the world's wild dumbest question two minutes before we were gonna stop. 
You can't yeah, do that. Buddy did too. <gasps> Again, there's there's a there's a massive. I I'm, I potential for. There's a massive potential for a podcast that's just people's wild Tumblr stories. I would oh listen to God. it. Yeah. You know what? We should make a podcast. Oh no! We <laughs> should make a, a podcast. Have you ever thought about making a podcast? <laughs> Wait a second. We should make a podcast. We have a podcast, but we should make a podcast. Not this to be. Is... Not to be one of those people who's like, we should make a podcast. This was nice. We're we're going into the to the the close. Yeah. Uh, farewell. Mm-hmm. It's been real. Um, Thank you for coming you... on. We really appreciate yeah. it. Thank you, anything, you for having me. Anything you want to wrap with? And then we'll end. You know what? My five golden rules for not being stressed out on social media. Definitely. And I won't elaborate Please. on any of them. I'm just going to do them no real quick. First one. And I'll shut off First the recording one. after you finish. Number one. Imagine everything you say to someone or imagine everything someone says to you being said in person. Yeah. Whether it's nice or mean or you can't tell. It really helps, especially when you can't tell. Number two, the second, the very second you feel stressed out at all, log off. Number three, only log on if you have something specific to check, share, or, or uh, just a specific post. Like if you want to, if you want to check check your your friend Bubsy, see what Bubsy's up to. Do it. That's a perfectly good reason to log on. But don't log on just to see the timeline because the timeline's always going to be there. Like have a specific reason. Try and be in and out. Number four, uh, just don't engage. It's rarely going to be worth it. If it's going to be worth it, you'll know. And uh, number five, mute early, mute often. That's it. I'm I'm stopping nice. the recording. Number six. <laughs> oh, well, if people didn't hear, be nice. Well, well no, say it again. That we'll do a second take. Be nice. That's number. That's six. last one. <laughs> Stop fucking it up. It's number six out of five. Okay, I'm good. <laughs> all right. One, two, three, four. Hi, hi. It's the time I say all of your favorite things. Our opening theme is by at Twinkle Parks on Twitter, and you can check out more of her music at popspirit.net. Our website is marysuepod.com, and thanks as always to Jilly for designing it. You can follow us on Twitter and Tumblr at Sue Celebration, and you can support us on Ko-fi at ko-fi.com slash marcescent.